I want to show you a few things quickly tonight. I'm hoping that you keep the, the spirit of prayer in your house. Otherwise, you will misunderstand my talks to your own detriment. Because I'm, I'm believing that you know the teachings, the fundamental things that cannot change. I'm just having to believe because otherwise I'm going to remain in elementary teaching forever so that people don't misunderstand me. The first, there are levels of power. You have spiritual power. You have political power. You have economic power. Three levels of power. There are some others, but three most important. The first is spiritual power. And so every other power underneath that without securing the first only hands in one place. So let's not be mistaken. Let's not misunderstand this. Because some people will seek the economic power and the political power and waste their lives without the spiritual capital. You will have no capacity to absorb anything. You'll have determination, but determination fails. So when we sing songs like Hold my heart within this grace where burdens turn to wonder. It takes God holding our heart to be doing the same thing for 17 years. People's heart failed them. If you have to sit in the, in the same place for seven years, you're just living in someone's house and it's like nothing is happening. It takes God holding your heart within a grace otherwise you will step out thinking that you're even helping the walk as i grow and meet people after people especially when you meet people who succeed in their field or who are succeeding in their own right of many lessons and there are many lessons some lessons, I mean, three lessons are standing out to me when next we meet in leadership class. I'll say that, but, but this is not, but this fact remains. People drift. And you are not invincible from drifting. People drift so much that you wonder what happens to them. So for one person that succeeds in their own right and in their own realm, there are at least 1,000, if not 100,000, who have drifted. Always. You wonder what happened. So when we sing continuously, hold my heart within this grace. Many appealing things. Less, I've said this before, I'm repeating it now. Sin is quite appealing. There is no if we keep denying that fact we're going to be victims of our own ego it's very appealing no matter where you get to in life whatever age is appealing but it takes God holding our heart within a grace to keep us so that we can eventually see burdens into wonders where 
what God has called you for begins to manifest in a way that makes the world wonder and they wonder how you do these things it means what was once upon a time a burden has turned to wonder and it takes time and so when some people ask why is it that it's many old people running the world presidents of nation and all that it's because it takes time to get to those positions it takes time if you're still alive sound mind at that time <laughs> you you're great so the person replies and says so about you you're making young people um leaders talking about transition of power saying no 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 i'm making them start their journey early <laughs> we're redefining what early means i'm telling them if Pastor Sam is a senior pastor, Pastor Oni and all of you family heads at a young age, I'm saying, look at all of you. I wonder who would not have drifted in 10 years. I don't know who would not have drifted. I don't know. Forget that thing of, oh, he's sure this is going to be his right hand man. I don't, I don't know. And I wouldn't give a hiss. All I know is that some will. Well, Pete, if you just keep praying for me, um, um, I won't. You hear the word. Ask him to hold your heart within this grace until we see this burden. So all we're doing now is saying, Sam, Alex, whatever, start the journey early. Run. Run in order to obtain the prize. For the Bible says, and Paul was the one establishing the, the, the philosophy, sorry, the psychology of drifting. He said, know you not that in a race, all run. He said, everybody runs. He said, but you run in a way to get the prize. So when we started running 17 years ago, we wanted to see nations come to our doorstep. It takes a certain stable mind. It takes a sudden being, it takes being in a place where you have no self-deceit. For if you make one error in calling yourself what you are not, deceiving yourself to have attained what you've not, you'll drift. I hope you're ready for me tonight. Just want to show you the school of power tonight. It doesn't matter how many people come up against you. It matters if you come up against you. The first enemy is going to be you. If you don't come against you, if you don't self-destruct, there is no... Me, media is not set up to destroy anyone. They're just set up to sell market. That's all they do. If it's popular... They'll talk in the way the world talks. It tilts in different directions. I don't think. Oh, there's someone say, but they've destroyed X, Y, Z. Then you look closely at their lives and you realize nobody destroyed you. You destroyed you. Rome, the Roman Empire was so powerful that it subdued the world, but it cannot subdue itself. 
there was no army in the world powerful enough to stop the Roman Empire. They conquered kingdoms upon kingdoms, realms upon realms, and nothing could stop them. But there was a decadence in Rome itself. So when all the artillery of the world has been fired against them in their direction to destroy them and nothing could get them. The enemy just needed to wait for time and this is why we are fathers, right? Because you can almost see, I want you to listen to me carefully tonight, the point where someone is drifting. I was telling one of your sisters yesterday, what, what is this? Like you, like really really like forget counseling or talking like seriously what, what are you talking about it's drift it's drift you're gonna drift like there's a stage for counseling like oh don't do this no at this stage like this is drifting season uh, you think I'm surprised I'm not I'm just saying, yeah, this happens. Let's see if you survive it. People drift. Our parents drifted, most of them. They drifted. So, what must you keep that keeps you from drifting? There's only one thing that you will not get used to. You can get used to giving. And giving and giving becomes, and I came to talk to you tonight, so don't worry if we're not um, in the excitement or the euphoria of, of demonstration or preaching. What is one thing that a person must have? And I want to redefine this thing tonight so that, because our thought, just like the topic of sin, the reason why the church is in such decadence today is because we have unscholarly un people, unlearned people who teach us so much and taught us nothing. There's a climax when we were growing up. There's a climax of sin in the church. They, they subconsciously taught us what sin is. What is the highest sin in the Pentecostal church? Adultery, fornication. Those two things. They say, yay. But they forgot hypocrisy and gossip and, and, and all those things. So it's not really, it's like, oh, that. Oh. It's, you want to confess to a pastor and you say, well, you know, I've just, all my own sin is just that I have, not even all, um, I backbite. So, oh, don't worry. You see that adultery guy. But these are people who, have nothing to do with God. They are just their own teachers. So you know what happened over the time? There's so much decadence. Pile up of dirt. Because our understanding of sin is limited by itself. By our teaching rather. Or by what we're taught. And in all these other things, people are drifting. They drift. They go off rail. So, I'm trying to use words to define drifting tonight. It's like you set out on a course. Then, boom, you go off rail. And when we go off rail, it's not... Sometimes it has reasons. 
sometimes most times oh sorry all the time it has reasons sometimes it's emotional sometimes is human weakness so a true discerning father should be able to separate yes you have human weakness that's why i said sin is attractive it's pleasure don't let any pastor tell you all this pleasure of this world he's lying to his to himself it is pleasure Sometimes you wonder why God didn't allow some sin. Like you're thinking, oh shoot, I wish this is just okay. Like, why? Well, maybe you don't feel that way. I do. Just like looking at the Bible thing. I wish they can remove this page. <laughs> I wish they can take this out. Like, But the, the state of drifting is for someone to now walk it in. I say, the reason why it's not there is that in Greek... I'm like, yeah, but we all want to make it Greek. What even we want to translate it to Yoruba? If it helps my cause. But either you want to agree God wrote it or not, certain books of law for which we decide to live our lives by, they were written to straighten our mind because there are many things to do in life. Straighten our minds. So what is the one thing a person must have in order not to drift? Like I said, you can get used to giving. You can love a setting, an organization so much so that you just know. For, it doesn't even have to be for the love of God. For obligation, you are just. You, you didn't understand the 1k level given before but you got there then you got to 10 then you adjust to it you can give and that's fine and that's noble that's noble but you see you can adjust to that what you do is you calculate your monthly outgoings and incomings you increase uh, your income so that you can give more and all those stuff and that's great it's a lot of sacrifice and those who have permanently drifted would never even see that if you if you go to a church where they have prayer vigil and all that it's like the body you start exercising you're you're adjust to it you stay up all night you you get used to it it becomes something you do like an oxymoron you don't have to struggle with it anymore now you as smart nation will struggle with night video because you don't do it but if we start it in few weeks you adjust to it because you've adjusted and you can think of many other things in your life that you can easily adjust to if you go to a church where they have to meet every day our mothers our aunties our uncles they adjusted to stuff people wake up imagine I criticized 6 a.m. prayer and stuff until I had to let my house be the one to make it happen. It's unbelievable. So maybe I need to start criticizing billions. like billionaire. Criticize it so much that the major 6 a.m. then came home like to the house. Like It's unbelievable. It's like, is this really happening? Like, if there's anything wrong with this embryo, this is what is wrong with it. If there's anything wrong, why is this game wrong? 
And I'm thinking, there's no way you've not heard about my criticism of this. But he's just like, yeah, well, hmm, here we are. Like, that's your criticism. That's, that's you. Thank you, for, thank you for criticizing it. In fact, God is blessing it. Meaning, thank you. Once you talked about it, God made it grow. I'm like, did you hear what I said about it? Like, I want God to destroy. I don't want God to destroy anybody else. <laughs> so you can understand the bewilderment of the world. They just look at me and say, is this you? Like, you said... I'm like, that's what the mass is. I don't care. There's transaction here. <laughs> that's what the mass is. That's your problem. So because of you, I stopped praying in the morning. And then you, like, hmm, start praying again. <laughs> Adjust back. It's not even like you're doing anything at 6 o'clock anyway. So you might as well go pray. You can adjust to anything. People adjust to abuse. In a marriage that is abusive, in a relationship that is abusive, people adjust to it. And it becomes their normal. And they even defend their abuser. They defend, they say, oh no, it's not like that. It's just that, you know, a, a, a woman whose husband slaps and beats and kicks around like football. Say, no, 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 it's not here. It's just that when something enters him, like it's not even, it's not him. And when people say, you know, another person says, yeah, the, the pastor said it's a demon that enters him. But we're asking you to leave. Shouldn't you leave a demon? Isn't that simple? Okay, leave. Say, I can't leave because um, it's not him. He's a demon. So why are you living with a demon? Having um, relationship or, or closeness or intimacy with a demon. What is the... Why? Why are you doing that? You want to give birth to another demon? Because I don't understand. So leave. So, but the Bible says don't leave. But the Bible says resist the devil and he will flee from you. So people are just. People are just. I, I can tell that at least 50% of you never thought of this level of giving, but you adjusted. So, what is the one thing that a person cannot adjust to? Love. So, why did I mention sin? We have to redefine that love. The two edged sword love God and love people. You know, Jesus summed up all the laws and i've told you this before remember how much how, how powerful the commandments and the writings of moses made israel as a nation israel was powerful based on the ideology because we can call it the ten commandment they were ideologies and this is why it says spiritual power is the number one because in nation building Everybody, there are people at the top of power because they've been around for long. They understand certain philosophy about getting to people and making people do what you want and nation building. So if we're going to do the new movement, the now movement, we have to get into another realm. 
to download what is not available to them. Because there's no new thought that you're going to bring on banking harbor. If we want to talk about banking, you are no match. Let's not be fooling ourselves here. You are no match. The company you work for now, the owner is no match to Pastor Sam. And Pastor Sam is great. But Pastor Sam is no match to the one-on-one -on -one banking world. Have you listened to some of these guys before? You just start thinking, when am I going to, how can I absorb and comprehend this, really? So let's not fool ourselves. So why are these kind of gatherings important? Why do we tap in court? Okay, I'm going to be infected with this Nigerian court. I don't mind anymore. For me, I've given up on trying to correct anybody of Christ. The body will survive. Everything is fine. I'll just focus on transactions. Thank you. Huh? Uh, we're going to have to get into an, another realm. Israel, look at this. Israel came out of Egypt. They were a nation, a people, generation after generation who understood the laws of Egypt and Egypt was a prosperous nation. Egypt understood using the labor force, the workforce to build the new world. They built pyramids before time began. Ancient advancement and technology and things that the world is still trying to catch up with. Egypt had the ideology. They have the philosophy as well. And they were able to employ labor. They used in their own mind. In, according to the timing, and it's like Socrates and Plato and the Greek philosophers teaching us who, I don't know if you've ever heard about how they choose leaders in their days, their own philosophy about leadership. They, they, they believe that you cannot become a leader, you have to be born as such, including your physical looks, certain color of eyes, da, 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 da. that's what they believed. Why did I go back to that? I'm just saying that to you in order to say to you, Already, if you can see your neighbor at this point going on Instagram and talking, lost, thinking about what they are. Anyway, you already know they won't make it according to Greek philosophy. I'm just saying. So look at this. According to certain things that is based on royalty in Egypt, they looked at the children of Israel and they concluded that they, what they are best for, the best you can use them for is the labor force. You see why I went back to Socrates and Co? Because they had, they had reasons why they did that too. It was not just random. It wasn't just let us just punish these people. They had yardsticks <laughs> for choosing who should be in power and sometimes even out of the children of Israel they are few sometimes out of 10,001 
that they will say this one have attitude that looks like us but God was not interested in individuals just like the oppression of the black people today they will pick some that looks like and we are all still labor force forget all those your footballer thing labor force entertainer forget your actors and stuff like that labor force but yes some look like so they allow them to go through that's one out of a million and God is saying he's not interested in individuals he's interested in nations so here we are in Goshen the old children all the children of Israel were locked up in Goshen they go out to walk 5 a.m. to 9 or whatever you call those stuff and God is going to deliver a whole nation now so here we are. God has issues on his end because these people do not have laws. They do not have philosophy. They do not have ideology that can beat Egypt. Egypt has already beaten them hands down by millions of years. So they can't compete. And in the committee of nations, there is no weak nation there is, meaning there is no well you're weak but let's be equals no they stay on even in the advanced world America is still high up there and nations are still under them so now they come out God brings a man who has been trained on both sides he had to understand the philosophy of Egypt he knew it he grew up in the palace the zenith of ideology these king's palace were not just command place. They were, they, were, they were places of talks. Magicians were there. Astro astrologers are there. The wise men of Babylon. They, there's a lot going on in the palace. The Senate. Senate did not start today. Senate was in the palace. They debated policies. The king made decisions not based on irrational thinking. At the time, he issued out a decree to kill the, the firstborn, I mean the, the sons, because they are looking at their populations. They want to weaken the other nation. Israel remained the nation. They want to weaken them in order to strengthen theirs. These are thought through procedures. These are nation building things. Are you listening to me tonight? They were killing them. They were destroying them. And they were targeting the male children the boy child was the target of pharaoh and one man escapes his name is called moses the prince of god and the prince of man he has to be double-sided it was in the house of pharaoh as the prince of man destiny was what made him the prince of god because he was on the water i wanted to listen to what i'm about to say tonight he escapes, he lives in the palace, he became the full prince of man. He understood being the prince of man. If you still have my message at um, Elephant and Castle about Prince Mo, he was powerful. He understood power, then all of a sudden he was sent to exile because of the zeal he has. The backside of the desert now where it was mentored for another 40 years by Jethro 
the servant of God so that he can become the prince of God. He was led by someone. God was nation building. God was saying, Moses, even though you escape as one man, luck and destiny shine on you as one man. I'm not interested in you, Moses. I'm interested in the nation. But this nation had no laws. They had no coordination, even though they had priests. They were priests in slavery. That is the current Pentecostal church. They are priests in slavery. So a person can still come and do miracle and you can gyrate. But it is prince in slavery. And it only goes one way. The direction of blessing just the pastor. And every other person will be impoverished. That's not the fault of the pastor. It's just that's the only way that system goes. God was interested in nation. Moses comes back. One man with his staff. One interpreter, Heron, they began to speak to Pharaoh, let my people go. Long story short, you remember this story, right? You should know this story. Because Spark is the only church where you can find pastors. Oh, wow. They came out of where again? Where again? That's Johannes. Where? Afghanistan? Czech Republic? <laughs> they came out now. And God is not trying to make them a weak nation. But if they will be more powerful than Egypt, if they will be more powerful than the Philistines, who have been existing way before them, have more military armory or artillery more than them, have more people, way more people than them, have experience in first-hand nation building more than them, if they are going to be stronger than these nations, if they are going to overcome these nations, because you have, to be, you have to overcome and fight battles and win in order to be relevant. He didn't just say what I said. Every leader that's not fought a battle, it's not relevant. They are just positional leaders. Meaning pity just looks at you and says, oh, we've ordained you as da-da-da-da now. It doesn't matter. They would have to fight their battles. So when you hear things like Peter has been trying to do this handover for years, I'm just trying to expose them to their own battles because we all must fight. So I want them at the age of 45 to have many medals and stars because they fought. If COD wakes up one day and the Babylonian system is against you, I want to see Obi's battle. So that's why Peter will stay away sometimes and think, you know what? Fight. Forget this thing of we have a senior pastor, father. Fight. Imagine your father always just jump in front of the battle and win and, and, and use the sword for you. Never taught you how to use the sword. So if someone is really blessing you, they expose you to battles early. So that you don't fight with the whole body. You fight, the Bible says, for it is good that a young man bears the burden when they are young. So they fight early. I want to see how they fight for money and resources, economic power, early enough. 
So if we don't have a 40M target, we don't have a 40M demon to fight. Then we wake up one day and say, God has called you to be president of the whole of Africa. Before God will call Moses to go and win Pharaoh, to fight Pharaoh, 40 years in the palace. 40 years of serving Pharaoh. 40 serving Pharaoh. 40 years of serving Jethro. He had no property, no sheep, no cows of his own. He pastored, he led the, the, the sheep of his father-in-law. It's no humiliation more than that. Of his own father-in-law, Jethro. Pentecostal pastor opens his mouth and says, declare free, I'm free, I'm a man of my own. 80 years for a nation builder. 80. I've told you one of the best things you can do for yourself is always just try to live long. For long life is in the hand of God, but you, the one that is in your hand, just do it. Like your hair for the long haul. Stay looking the same. If it takes you running from um, Canary Wharf to wherever the hell you were born. Stay healthy because we, you, we can all say it's going to be next year breakthrough will come. But what if it's Haiti? You want to be as fit. messaging me how are you supporting a whole weak unhealthy man I'm thinking can I see your father can I see your father please let me see your dad and you tell me uh, even though my dad is that age he's still young and hajar because your dad did nothing than produce uselessness which is you Look at this. So they came out of Egypt now. And God wants to make them a strong nation. The first thing God gives them is spiritual power. What is spiritual power? The laws. He, gave, he, he calls Moses. He didn't call Moses without his prodigies. The next generation was set. Before God invited Moses to the mountain. Christ has been operating, but on the day that it will see Moses and Elijah, is because Peter and Co were set. When prodigies are set, the fathers will see the new revelation of nation building. So people have had zeal, they had desire, they want a nation build from Nigeria to Ghana, but prodigies are not set. So they have good word and eloquence. So when we keep saying, tell me who you've raised and that, that you think I'm just, we're just saying that because, oh, yeah, God bless you that you've raised people. We're saying, fathers see the new gen, they see God's law to empower nation when the next gen is set. Otherwise, it's a waste of investment by God. It makes God a talkative. At least now the open to cause the world is saying, all of these pastors, God does not speak to nobody. Listen to me. In the former times, God spoke to our fathers through various means. 
prophet and so in the latter days he has spoken now you've seen it more obvious nothing is heard because if it does we will scatter the whole world you know what that means we scatter the world. Sam is going to say God told him this. Oni is going to say God told him this. Dam is going to say God told him this. And we scatter everything. Every, there will be no unity because why would I unify with you if God is speaking to me to be using water and then you have now said he's speaking to you to be using oil. So I say, well, I know my own God. Meaning sect has happened now. Madness. He has spoken once. Forget all those stories. It's gyration. Gyration. He calls Moses because the next generation is set. Moses keys into a nation building law. This nation building law, if you want to have political power from Israel, if you obey those laws, if you want to have economic power, if you obey those laws, it gives them laws for nation building and it says to them, look at what it says, I won't take time to read that, it begins to tell them in Deuteronomy 28, if you obey these laws, and again, because we're all inherited BS, we've been reading those words in church Deuteronomy in Pentecostal church in Elephant Town Castle so imagine since when the church has been reading you shall be the head and not the tail look if there's anything after tail that's what the church is right now you know tail so after tail we now so we were not even tail we now joined another tail to the tail so the Deuteronomy won't work. Then it says, you will lend to nations. <laughs> nations is looking at us thinking, oh, yeah, really? You'll lend to me. Nations. Until we saw our pastors crawling to HSBC to borrow money for their building. So, that word didn't work because it, it's Deuteronomy. God wasn't talking to you, Mr. Pentecostal pastor. He was talking to a nation not a choice. He was talking to a nation. The formation, the leadership, the, the, Moses, Moses cannot, Moses is, what do I, Moses is just a person. God was after Moses, Joshua, generation. Otherwise again, it will be a talkative. The Pentecostal church today's God is talkative. He just talks about things. Imagine Almighty God talks about headache. And someone here with headache, God. God, headache. Like, really. Like, even people like us would look at him and say, seriously, this is, this is all you're going to talk about. No, doesn't. He's interested in nations. I'm coming somewhere with this talking about government so you will not be able to circumvent or go around the law and I'm not talking about the law of Moses I'm coming to the one you cannot adjust to you won't be able to beat it even if you try to hide under the shadow of leadership it still won't work because leadership will turn to you and say okay take this sword and fight this battle and Esther what if leadership is not telling me to fight a battle and I'm ready? Wait. Because that in itself is a battle. 
Did you hear what I just said? The battle to wait. You already see how you struggle with waiting. That means you're not even ready. And if leadership is really leadership, it's going to be looking at you and say, I'm not going to give you a sword because once you're given a sword, a burden to fight, and, you're, and you've, because you can't wait, guess the first thing you will do? You'll behead yourself. You're going to take that sword and fall on it because you thought you were ready. At least Nigeria has thought, there are people who thought they are ready and God has said, be president. When we saw the manifestation, they were not ready to be local government chairman. Can't be family head in, the, in this house. If election runs for family head, they won't win. Because they are not just ready. That does not make them less or not good people. And that doesn't even boost our own ego. It's just learning. You look at things and learn. Learn how not to be a failure. Simple. A public spectacle of how not to do things. So, it gives them laws and you've seen Deuteronomy 28 and at any time, look at this now, any time Israel had gone into slavery, for those of us who have taken time to read the Old Testament well, and I think you should because it's nations. From Genesis, the formation of man, to Exodus, the, the transformation, the coming out of man to be the man he was intended to be, to, to Leviticus, the laws of nation, from the highest law to the hygiene law. Every law was there. You know that, right? To numbers and all these other people. And then the manifestation of how those laws work. If you read these things through, every time Israel has been weak on performing the duties of the law, guess what happens? They go into captivity. Their enemies come against them. They cage all of them and they go. And sometimes when they are going, they'll be crying out to God and nothing happens. Then the prophets will come and tell them, refer them back to the law. The basics of the law. Then they will do it for a while. They get strong. They don't do it for a while. They go back into captivity. We saw that all through the Old Testament. God couldn't. They were God's desired people. God loved them. But he couldn't help them against the law. There's no way out. It won't help you against this thing that you cannot adjust to. It will not. You can't adjust to love because love is ever demanding. Look at the songs of Solomon. Now, now you understand the concept of strength and weakness. As a family, as a nation, if you want, what makes you a nation is the law you abide by. The, com the commonness of that law. So people can be individually brilliant. We're not looking for your individual brilliance. We're saying with that, it would only take one slave out of one million. So don't bring that thing here. The height of your brilliance is the obedience to the law of the house. Because that's nation building. Otherwise, you can wake up by yourself and know all these people, they don't know what they are doing. But if you see my own wisdom and I'll connect this and I'll connect that, you will die. 
you will die because you have no matching power to what you think you have matching power for. You don't. I know the Pentecostal church and motivational speaker will say you can't do anything. That's what motivated some people to ego square. Go and tell yourself with Christ I can do all things. Christ is saying I'm, I'm, I'm not involved. Then you see that with Christ when you get to African politics with Christ you can't do nothing. This guy if Christ comes to the field Christ better have obeyed the father for time and have good mentorship. Because they will, let me tell you the way African politics work. I say this with all humility. If Jesus was in the square, they would just greet him and say, We honor you, sir. We honor you, sir. They will go and vote for someone else. They say, Jesus, salute to Jesus. They will worship him. Then they will walk away. When they, when they start reading the vote, On our election field, at least there were two Jesus there. Two Jesus there. Pastor, blah, blah, blah. Pastor, blah, blah, Pastor Elijah, Pastor Samson. Everybody's there. Representing Jesus. They're probably saying in their heart. Demons are saying, you see today, we own this earth. Today, oh. The next time the nation will see such is going to be you, Lord. So I don't think those people are disconnected from God. I think they are disconnected from earth. So with God, they won. Why? Because God loves, God loves them. The love of God is there. But with man, <laughs> it's going to be you. The next time this will ever happen, it's going to be you. Look at scriptures. So again, I've given you that picture to say something to you. That when we are weak, we must know why. Don't start looking at external things. Love is missing this love is not hug and niceness. It's war. Love is war. We've treated that before. There are things that don't fear anything in this realm. They don't fear anything and they never say it's enough. At least two that I can remember now. The grave never says enough. The grave does not fear nothing. It doesn't matter to the grave if you ask Jesus. He'll just take you. It matters on nothing. The grave does not have pity if you are a child. It will just take. The grave does not mind if you cry from today till tomorrow. And it never says, oh, it's like, how many people have come to the grave this year? They say one million. They say, oh, okay, enough. It never says enough. Scripture says that. That's one. The important one for me tonight is fire. You know, when fire is burning, it stops at nothing. The only thing that stops fire is the word. Water is the only thing it retracts from. If that is not there, it doesn't care. 
is going to take anything. It doesn't mind to destroy the whole street. It will destroy. So, look at this scripture from that perspective now. Tell me. Songs of Solomon 8 verse 6. Set me as a seal upon your heart. As, as a, a seal, seal upon your hand. For love is as strong as death. You see, death. Look, hear me now. So because we're getting into love now, the school of power, right? Is as strong as death. Did I not just tell you about grave now? It doesn't say we've had enough. So it doesn't adjust to you. I just told you, see, you can adjust to see. It doesn't adjust to, to you. It doesn't care if you adjust to him. He just takes and he never says enough. For love is as strong as death. Tell me. Jealousy as cruel as the grave. It's flames. Or flames of fire. A most vehement flame. Fire doesn't say stop as well. So... You don't adjust to these things. It compares it to love. When you start loving, you can't adjust because it sets new demand for you. Then they ask Jesus now because I want to stop soon. They ask Jesus of all the commandments. Remember that the commandments were not just to be written on school walls. They were nation built. They, they had the power, the, the juju of the nations. <laughs> Imagine a pastor just leaves my house, then a babalao comes. For sure, he's practically a babalao. I wanted to point him and say, Sorry, sir. Can we go outside to the garden? He said, Why? He said, Put some on the ground. He said, Okay. Yeah, I put it. He said, Yeah, that's the. We've worshipped. Say, how can you do that as a pastor? 100% because there's no God there. There's no God there. It doesn't mean anything. There's no God there. That's what Paul did. He just looked at their God and said, yeah, to the unknown God, that's the God I've come to preach. They don't know anything. And Israel was telling his colleagues, say, I've told you, the reason why you don't know this is, you okay, show meaning you don't do juju. It's just... For me again, just thinking, it's all good. You see, because I understand the word. The pastors will panic against those things. They don't know the word. They don't know God. And they don't care. They are afraid. I'm afraid of anything. The Bible was clear. Make disciples of all nations. There is no sin, There is no religion that can eradicate another. It's important. you understand? It's not going to happen. One religion cannot get rid of the other. It's not possible. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but look at this. You can't adjust to love. It places demands on you. So when you are weak as a nation, check your love life. Now we want to define love, right? Check your soul winning. 
When you're weak, you go into captivity. Jesus is going to tell us in a minute. Tell me. Matthew 22 verse 34. Yeah. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Remember what this guy was. He's the one that is about to test him now is an expert. I need you to read the Bible again. And we'll soon start that John, Matthew, John. Because I need you to now again read it with another eyes. Paying attention to words. is an expert at law. So imagine what Jesus does almost all day. The Bible says when he heard, when this guy heard that Jesus has silenced the Sadducees, they were in debate. Do you know how Paul used to preach on most occasions? He would go into the square, debate against Alexander the Great and the coppersmith. And then they would say, those who follow what Paul is saying this way, those who follow this guy this way, they would debate to a place where they would choose. And most times, Alexandra beat Paul. Your pastors today, they would just care monger. We're telling you rubbish about some hell. See, you should ask them, have you been to hell? You know those questions are almost sacrilegious to us. Like, sir, I just have, you've preached about hell and everybody's crying. Imagine just one rebellious just saying, excuse me. You say, yeah. You say, um, sir, did you go at any point and <laughs> you scattered the church? Because I'm just asking an innocent question. Have you been there? Because you are describing it now, blah, 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 blah. Have you been there? Has, have you, guys, have you met anyone who went to heaven and came back? Or hell? I'm just asking, though, for Christians that are attacking their father. Have you been there? No. You've not been there. So chill. And let's talk as humans. Make this word make sense. Let others be talking it. Do it so I can see it. There is nobody. The Bible says it was bringing them to the obedience of the faith. There's nobody either you come as a Bible. Let me tell you something. You see the way Peter's mind work, yeah? Both. How do I say this without sounding? Both the pastor and the Bible, they are souls for me to win for Christ. That's all I will say. All your own thought, that's your problem. It's evangelism 101 plus. It's the same. One smokes religious Igbo. The other one smokes marijuana Igbo. Igbo is Igbo. Meaning weed, marijuana is weed. Is weed, you understand? And the good thing is, they don't seem to argue it. They just look at me and say, "Okay, whatever you say, sir." So what do I do now? I'm thinking, oh, that was easy. <laughs> it brings them to the obedience of the faith, but this faith. If this is not produced, 
there's nothing to preach to them. Do you understand that? How do I say this? If it's the same faith, is the law of the Pentecostal world, the pastor already knows it. That's how he earns. The Babalawa guy in court already knows it. That's why it's not there. So they know. So in this nation building, we then had to go to a new mountain, download something, an attraction point to opposing forces. That's what can bring those class of people into one house. Same day, there is nobody that I know that can ever think about it. The class of people you get into your houses or HQ from nations, nobody can do it. Nobody. It's either you are on one extreme, which the other extreme already sees you as lost, or you are on the other extreme. But a force that can pull everyone together has to be a new nation downloaded. A melting point, a point and port, a melting place where all nations can begin to buy into one idea. It had to take Moses to go to the mountains. Now, we'll produce this. A, a situation of love that can never, so a pity can't adjust to his life. It's like there's new demand every day, but that's love. How are you adjusting to yours? What's going on? How do you get so complacent that you're almost drifting? What happened? What went on? There's a dissipation going on on the inside. You've got to let it out and rise above that storm on the inside. Because if we're sitting here tonight and saying all nations, bringing all nations to the obedience of this, of this gospel, again I repeat, if all we're just doing is and saying God will heal, the other pastor don't have a need to come. He probably even mastered that word more already. In a place where there are more people to, to sell it to because there is whatever is there. And the other musicians, you know, Shonkuti was telling me about his father. They lived in a place called Kalakuta Republic. No one, this man had so much love. No wonder he's not dying. It's like he's dead, but he's not dying. It just gets relevant every year. He said he grew up in a house that has 13 rooms. Guess how many people were living there? 250. 13 rooms, 250. You now tell me a pastor knows God more than that. Are you, are you, are you okay? 13 rooms, 250 people. He said to me, everything was there. Their own carpenter, their own medical doctor, everything was there. Then they have the shrine, which is about one, two, or two, three thousand people. That's like the convention church. Then he taught me, he said, look, music was our export. This class, man, forget this thing. But you see why Christians don't learn before they see someone they've abandoned, they've condemned oh, all these people. He said, music was their export. So they believe they are a nation. How do you bring money to the nation? They were musicians. So that music will bring in money. He said, when money comes in, 
is that fella will sit down and pay everybody allowance. That's their expert. Imagine those who came from that like Bonner Boy's mom. Everybody was there. Said that's our hair spot. So I said to him, the only thing that looks like that right now is the nation. That's the fact. Music is not yet our hair spot, but you'll find your hair spots. What is the church's hair spot, please? But you know why we don't need export? They said, oh, <laughs> unfortunately for us, it's produced by someone. If we're producing it, that's fine. Because we're producing, if we're producing oil, I'll be doing anointing service. You produce something and see if we, I'm not going to ask them to be praying on it. Because you're export. It is what it is. What's the church export? But we don't need export because we don't have a nation. We only have individuals. But you see why we create platform for all to now come? I've discovered something. These guys just don't know. They don't. Most, most of them. They really sincerely, honestly do not know why because everybody speaks love nobody does it because love looks like an emotional thing it's actually a creation it's a creation that all nations buy into that's the melting point or part of nations where everything can gel together you see, not on a normal day, the two people in, in the HQ at the same time, on a normal day in Nigeria, they're abusing each other. They will never meet. The other one is saying, you see all those pastors, pastors using words. That other one too, is saying, all those who will go to hell, huh, hell people. But when they see themselves in love's avenue, they will say things like, yeah, we disagree, but how is Because there's a force but what can we preach to them? Pentecostalism or music? These are families that have mastered music all their lives. You can't look. Well, even you can't preach ideology to them. Daniel, did you hear this guy speaking? Ideology is mad. Forget all those trumpet things. Ideology and thought is solid, mad, crazy. If you go and open your mouth against Jesus where those people are, they will just humiliate you like Eagle Square. They will, you, 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 by the time they are through in 30 minutes, you'll be a babala will bring in bells and put in palm tree around your head. On point. So, what law beats all this? Jesus told them. If you don't have that, we've already started on the wrong foot. They'll beat us crazy. They'll beat us black and blue. You want to send Abba to the banking world to go and use our ideology 
Then she said, well, I came out of Brixton and I went to Lord Broad University. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. You're going to meet people whose grandfather were bankers. Then they are bankers. Then their son is a banker with real capital to bank with the right skin color. <laughs> By the time they are true, Abba will be lucky to be a cleaner in their maid's house. Forget that story. And this is why we cannot just spiritualize this. Otherwise, you'll be thought just, just before you go, just say, aka, 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 go, 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 go. they will mess you up. There is a law of nations. Therein lies the secret of your power. Think I had a chance to compete with churches in this country or to compete with who? We found gold. The word for gold in this space is love and that's not emotional stuff. It is war stuff. It's like death. It's like fire. The zeal never burns out. So I know things will go down once. I'm seeing zeal fizzle. If your zeal for your zeal, pardon me, for so winning fizzles for one second, if it blinks for one second, all this you're doing that pastors will be saying, register, register, register. Already is drifting. Look at Jesus saying here, tell me. Teacher. So the, the, the tactician, the, the expert at law wants to test him and he tests him with the law. So I don't know this Jesus introduced without no law. It's just a, a, an haphazard guy who just does what he wills. It's impossible. It's inconsistent with the nature and the character of the Messiah. Teacher, please. Which is the greatest commandment in the law? So it says, I, I know how this realm works. So you tell me what is the greatest commandment. In all this law, remember law made Israel powerful. Stepping out of that law made them weak. And they headed for captivity. Remember when he brought them out of Egypt. In order to form them as a powerful nation so that they would be relevant in the community of nations, he had to take Moses to another realm and give him a law that is relevant in this realm. In that law, as they practiced it, they became a powerful nation. They were winning their battles. Remember that. That's what brought me here. Now, tell me, please. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart. Did you see that? Do you remember songs of Solomon? Place me upon your heart. Tattoo me. That's what that scripture actually says. That's not new tattoo. I'm sorry. Anyway, even if you do new, very soon you'll run out of space. So it's fine. Place me as an ornament upon your heart, arm. Tell me. As a seal upon your arm. Place me as a seal upon your arm. Meaning, I've got to be in visible places. Nationalism and nation building in so winning must burn in your heart on a consistent basis. This fire cannot drop for one second. It cannot blink for the love of anything on earth. Which is the greatest Lord they ask him. In other words, how old are you saying? Huh? When did you come to the nation? 
if that fire reduces for a minute is she's just lost it doesn't matter if she's been here for seven years once it says enough it's no longer dead of fire so he said put me in the places where you can see it with 17 years of sitting in the same position so for me you know so winning is like oxygen so oxygen you understand like there's nothing else other than that I can't see it but what we did not know is you see so winning is going to look like evangelism but it's nation building it's economy building it's political power building it's everything We've just been sitting, guys, look at this, because I wanted to spend time to think about, we've just been sitting in the same place, and people who are relevant to where we want to go. London Hood has been here, but it's not relevant to where you want to go. I don't want you to be the president of Hood ends in London. You're not going to change this system. You'll play roles, but you're not going to change it. It's built, it's done. For this system, it is people that will come and go. It's nothing you're going to do. But where we're going, the establishment of this is important for it. So what matters to our place at where we are sitting, they all came to the door. You have a message. You made everybody melt at that place. You know how many people have seen fighting themselves like mad and they come into your presence and they just say, oh, no, 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 we're cool. Oh. No, don't say we're fat, they fight again. No, no, I'm okay. A melting point, pot of nations. But, but you see, I was on the street of Plumstead preaching. Nobody wants to hear. All we were doing there is knowing how to mobilize. You know, when we did um, the Leosham one, Stretch. Do you know from Stretch, there's, we were on that street for hours. Do you know not one single soul came? One. like You know one. Like the zero situation. Zero. For the first few minutes you are slapped, you're thinking, ah, you know how many people promised you they were coming? So where's your church again? I really love what you guys are doing. So yeah, Sunday that they said, I'll be there. This is so special. Wow, young people. Sunday, zero. But it was good. Because you now understand how to mobilize. It's building you. And that's not, the Lusham is not the end of it. You're building you are understanding resilience, mind, human behavior. You're getting used to it. We just thought we were evangelizing. So look at those who don't participate today. Is it difficult to read their future? It's not difficult. What happened to us in the days when we're mobilizing for 3K to pay church bills? And it's difficult like hell. It's like, 
it's like 3k does not exist you know when you're looking for money and it's just nowhere yet it is those work you want to do you know why those days are important you never again sit down and say and i'm doing good or money is not here and say, when money comes the good i would do you already know that man is a failure you see love is so addictive that the 3k will come out or you do the program anyhow done So I send, send someone to go and do service. You're telling me there's no venue, there's no, it's 25K. So what? Ah, oh, well, but we only have 500 here. Yeah, behead one of you. Just do it. Why? Nations. Nations do not respond to your weakness or your impossibilities. But you know how we feel. We feel we will jump the gun. You will love God first. It says, love the Lord your God. This is the greatest of all commandments. So, see what love of God is to Christians. Can I describe it? Sunday morning. I love you, Jesus. <laughs> He's crying. Making a fool of himself. Jesus said, crying? Cry like tears. You still cried about your bill yesterday. So, why is this cry different? Why is the Jesus Christ different? Let me tell you the Jesus Christ, yeah? The real Jesus or Christ Christ. You've given, you've done something and the repercussion hits you. So when the repercussion hits you, tears drop, but you didn't have time to do hoo-hoo. You know tears can drop. Eh? And as tears drop, your leader's call just came through. Say, ah, we would have to do X, Y, Z tomorrow. Then you have to quickly rub your eyes. That's Jesus crying. With that, if you then decide to sing, I love you, we accept that. But we're saying, yeah, finish that song quickly because there's work to do, there's target to meet. You think politics is going to be looking at you crying because someone betrayed you. <laughs> if, not, if not that people betrayed me in this life, I would have been president. <laughs> imagine if not that they betrayed me I would have been the greatest doctor just thinking that's what it takes to be the greatest doctor everything the, the, what it hits you every single thing is part of what makes you that so if that makes you drift then you're not qualified to be that how were we trained you just go to church to, to cry and if miracles happen you start dancing if things are down, you say, ah, I don't even know what's going on with my life. To love God is what Jesus did. He died for the love. You understand? That's not sung. So he gives him the greatest of all commandments. One, love the Lord your God with all your heart. And with all your soul. You remember the word soul, right? The house of emotions. And you're justified to have your soul. You can feel stuff. But when the love of God eats what you're feeling, you submit it and say, yes, sir. For, for the, we, we concluded and we've been saying this. For the love of nation. For the love of nation. And I think Jean was saying it today. He said, imagine, yeah, they still celebrate Christopher Columbus Day. This is a mass murderer though. And I told you this before. You know why? It's for nation. 
So what the guy was just trying to tell me is, I don't care what someone, the only thing that can make me dislike someone is if what they are doing takes Africa backward. End of story. If not, why would I not agree with that school of thought? I'm sorry. Why would I not agree? I would then turn to that person and say, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 15. I'm just saying that's our philosophy. And I don't just mean Africa alone. Someone says, oh, what about Colombia? Why are you different from Africa? You're worse. Because you are close to riches and have none. Africa is at least still far away. Are you not North America or something like that? South. It's the worst. Like, you're, you're almost white, but not white. So you have a problem because we won't accept you. So you are like, ah, ah, American. Then we just think you're American, like you're West people. Then we look closely and say, you don't even have what they have. Like, so what are you? We are in the same situation. The same oppression. And the same oppressor. But you see, activism cannot free us. It has to be a greater law. Look, Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. Meaning you can feel emotion. And we must allow people to go and do their emotional stunts. But we're looking for people for the love of nation. You get praised if you plunder Africa. As long as you keep the money away from Africa, you're fine. For the love of nation, not the love of individuals. For us, it's individuals. And that's why I started with the fact that God was not interested in prospering Moses. He wanted his nation, his people. And what binds them for common wealth and common prosperity is a common law. If they have the common law, they will have common wealth not everybody in a nation will be rich but nobody will be poor do you understand what that means so it means not everybody will live in this mansion or drive a Lambo but you will not have subservient people Africa is filled with subservient people you can almost see the reluctance of a senior pastor to have his aides or his own people on the same table even the people are afraid to. And that doesn't mean you should now take it as your own right to have been walking in PT's. I like PT's ideology. You don't, I, I don't know you. So it's not about my ideology. Don't walk in and start doing your, don't start doing what rot your community. Lack of protocol and stuff like that. So I don't know you were not friends. I'm a Spark Nation member. I give. You give to whoever you give to. You're giving to an idol. It's not me. I don't care. You can take your money to your mom. Why, why would I oppose such thing? Because it's lack of protocol. But again, let's go back to this thing. You can see subservientness because there's poverty. So you don't even know who loves God. You just know that, look, this is where I'm eating. So you can see the fear. So it's strange when people like us say, then come, because if it's my own house and I ask you to come in, you should come in. 
this is my table. When you get back to Banana, um, if, uh, sorry, Jurassic Park, it's a more decent name. You get back to the Jurassic Park, you can start crawling, you can start walking backwards to some food, whatever the hell you people do in Jurassic Park, it suits Jurassic Park because they know their own people and I'm not against that no more. And the masses are in trouble, you know, because I'm converted. It's just like, mm, masses, we will talk. Masses are crazy, you know. Hey. But anyways, it gives them laws. Then it says, let's sum this law for the next nation building. Let's sum it up to two things. Because you're not going to do all these, all these 600 and something laws of Moses. Nobody can do it. Even Moses broke it. The first time he brought it down, he slammed it. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. And with all your mind. It means be mindful about mission. You know mind. You know when you can see someone is absent-minded. That's when we as Christians now, real Christians say, he's lost the fire. His mind, our mind, is not fixed on this again. His body is coming. His body attends to, but you can see through his eyes. And so you see your mind. You're not mindful of the things of God. Your mind becomes filled with all kinds of lust and desires. Insatiable desires. Because the mind is drifting. But like I told you, the body can be present. The body is trained. You can still be in Riazza, be in uh, church service. Be in... The body is there, but God says, I need your heart, soul, and mind. The unseen part of you. The unseen part of you is where the love is first, most important. You can tell when your follower's mind is off. Let me tell you, if you are, some of us have extreme spiritual intelligence. I told one of your sisters yesterday, let me tell you about pity. Let me just, someone's presence will be irritating me and I won't know why. Like they've not done anything wrong. It's just I don't want to talk to them. When she said, I want to see, I just don't want to. But you see, after a while, I realized something. It means something is wrong with them. I picked it. After a while that I feel, because you're going to your bedroom and feel, why are you, feel, why are you doing this? That's not nice. It's high spiritual intelligence. Without your conscious, you've something in the subconscious and it's not about they seen they're going to commit this or that that's nothing mind is shifting something is happening on the inside there's a dissipation going on on the inside so your whole being will be rejecting their presence you'll be talking to yourself don't do that that's not nice then if you give it time i've grown they will come and tell you and say oh now i know why you love the Lord your God because all of this is just trying to one make you a nation that none of our fathers and grandfathers have seen before. This way, this is going. Make you a people 
powerful enough. So would we have times that we are low on evangelism? Yes, that's why I'm coming to tell you now that when you are low on seed and souls, you're going captivity. It's not, oh, God will, the mercy of God. He, he, he can't. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Uh-huh. This is the first and greatest commandment. Uh-huh. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor. As yourself. Do you know what love your neighbor means? I can't finish this tonight. Do you understand this thing? It means if you feel you're saved, you will not rest until you see their salvation. Whatever is most important to you, you want to get it to them. You know that's what love your neighbor as yourself means. Whatever is most important to you, you want to get it to them. So you should, we should cry for the church because they don't care about what is important to them to get it to others. So they will point fingers. Imagine BBC, at BBC I was being asked this week, oh, it, it's not us, it's the pastors that even disagree with some of your sisters. I said, but their children are the ones in the gang or in gang. It's their children. Is my own child going to get into gang? I'll die before that happens. It's their kids. But there's no love. So for them, how many things do you want to protect in your life? You can write the things you want to protect. Your name, your integrity, how people view you. You have seven at least that you are working on. And all those seven things take you outside of the laws of God. You will never nation build. And if you're in this country, your credit as well. When your credit needs to go for love, it will not say enough. It will go. But it's building you another system. It's love. So we don't know the end result of love. We can see today that love house have whatever number of girls living there. It takes love to do that, right? But that love must be natural. It must be you. In that love house, you demonstrate two loves, God and neighbor. In other words, if it's good enough for me to live in this house, it's good enough for Amelia to live in this house. Imagine our pastors will walk off to their house. And we're not saying don't live in mansions. We're just saying who else is it good enough for? Everything outside of that is now you telling me you make me prosper through your giving. However, you trust God for your own prosperity. If salvation or nationalism is good enough, if this setting is good enough for you, it's good enough for the souls that you're inviting to church. And if it took someone's tenacity, it must take your own tenacity too. Winning souls and giving makes no sense. But may I submit to you, it makes no sense for you to think you will nation lead. It makes no sense. You can't match those who are already there. So it has to be something that makes no sense that adds up to something that makes no sense result. Tell me, yes, tell me in 2016 that this is where we're coming to today. How? But we were not trying to get here. We were just loving more. We're not saying one day we will have an HQ and so so will come. No, we at that point we even forgot that they exist. We're just focused on the next Daniel, the videos or whatever else. We're, we're so focused on it. 
We're so focused to the point where when we go to Lancaster, isn't it? Your card, Fajr Mrs. card, Obi's card, all of us sitting there and say, this is going to cost us 3K a month. We're just going, we're, we, how, how many times can you use a card? We're just going to, we, but we just thought, you know what? As far as his one service remaining, we're just going to do it. So much love. This is not talking it. And pastors come to, you don't preach love, you do it. And it's time to die, you die for love. Simple. It's not this preaching of it. I say, in this church, we don't preach love. <laughs> what does that mean? What's the meaning of that? I just told you a so-called unbeliever has a house with 13 rooms and has 250 people living in that house. So to you now, he's in hell, right? He's in hell. Ask a normal pastor. He's in hell. <laughs> But your pastor, the greedy, selfish one, is in heaven at the right hand of God with another mansion. Leave the mansion on earth, sharing it with nobody. And he's in another mansion in heaven with seven virgins. Oh, sorry, that's Muslim people. He's there now. And the guy who puts up 50 people in his house is in hell. So is it not time for us? And this is, he, he, he's done that. You're doing that, shouldn't we all say, let's all go and meet him. For imagine if some of these houses did not exist in our own context now. Imagine what would become of many lives. We can't preach love, we can't preach love to those lives on the street. And they will hear it. And they want to change. But there is every, every stripe you've taken, every mark... that you've taken every scar on your face your body is why you are a nationalist is why heaven is real and waiting for you is why you will have nations yet there are more scars to take I don't want to be known as Mr. Integrity I want to be known as Mr. Nation Taker because all Mr. Integrity that I've seen were humiliated at the point of their integrity. Humiliation, trampled on that foot, walked upon. You saw their lightweightedness and emptiness. And someone texting me, oh, shouldn't we vote for integrity? I say, exactly how do you measure integrity? Please tell me how you measure. How do you measure integrity? Because integrity is based on how many things you've done. If you've done little, you'll be questioned for little. If you've done much, you'll be questioned for much. If you've done 10 things, there is no way you've not failed in three in integrity test. There's no way. Because integrity, 90% is subject to perception and opinion. We're saying it today. If it's the Western world, they will allow you to publish music that calls our black women B-word and all that and degrade them. You go and sing on slapping a cat. Slapping a dog. And see what happens to you. Yet, you can call our women names humans. What's a dog? What's a cat? What's a dog? 
You know, it's good to like animals, like the research of it. But I've said, I don't like stuff like that because you see animals. You see why we call black people animals or some other race animals. You know why? You can't reason with them. So if he decides to eat you now, are you going to be talking to a bulldog about why it is not right to eat you? It's just going to eat you. So now you're playing with a, 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 an ape bigger than you, giving him banana, saying, I just love animals. Now he's decided to drag you close and strip you naked. What are you going to tell him now? Um, I wanted to know. I was just trying to give you banana. Yeah, right. And it's just mango. I'm just trying to feed you. You can't talk to it. Whereas, no matter how wicked a man is, he can at least hear your language. So between animals, stop. Be feeding them. The day you go to the zoo and the, the, the ape drags you close and slap you and strip you naked, we'll see how much love you have for animals. The dog just looks at you one day and decides to eat you. Why not? Why not? It just feels, oh, it's a better steak. What are you going to do? So I say to them, this thing is bigger than my control. Take that dog away from me. I know you want to be doing um, Western world. You like dogs. That's your freaking problem. But take that thing away from me. God knows why they can't talk or hear me. God knows. Don't Westernize me like a retard. A dog wants to go to the bathroom. He's going to tell you. Seen a dog weighing inside arrows, just go, just things here. Yeah. But humans, I can't even finish this tonight. I think I'll just hold it till the next word conference. And why did I take all that time to talk about to now hand here? love is almost like a weak topic because you don't even know what next to do like what do i now do you see when we've preached love in the starting days people that are quarreling each other will now start calling each other and then hug each other you're wasting your time you will still be weak love is war so when we're calling for souls and we're saying register souls i'm just there looking then I'll see this person's war. Why will Pastor Obi take flight and go in the midst of whatever is coming up against you? Because you see, love doesn't say enough. Whereas what this nation wants us to say is enough. Like the way you people are attacking us, all these young people say, enough. Says, That's not love. Love can't say enough. The guy picked this bag and he's still in Ireland fighting for souls mobilizing whereas we should come to a place where it's all this mobilizing thing but you know the day will come when destiny beckons and you or any of your sons or brothers or whatever wants to go for an office and you'll be shocked at how you can travel from one place to the other and sit down in restaurants and mobilize and these people will be shocked and say we thought you people are Londoners what they don't know is that you are rugged Jurassic Park people mad at heart now you can see a petite little girl in nation family but you don't know until you test her strength when she sits with the police or parents are coming up against her and you see her determination you say this one has been initiated into love 
that's a powerful person there is nothing in this realm that can stop those people don't let your heart drift love as reward beyond what a pastor can bless you with the reward of love is nations I can't even finish all those scriptures Jesus sums it up he said there, there are only two laws he was teaching these guys nation taken why do I need to continuously repeat this as a black person or as people of whatever color we were trained to be selfish because of many years of slavery and poverty and trying to escape so we cannot trust leadership to help us create a better life so we will just hoard things and create a life for ourselves and our kids our pulpits, our churches are filled with people who thrived on teaching us how to be selfish to the neglect of nation and we've seen it the most in pastors at their peak either as vice president or as prophet they just said no this is me for me not going to build that family even though the family made me I'll destroy it because I feel God has spoken to me and I can do a better job unbelievable and as if God is trying to tell you the worst place it comes from is pastor's church I would have sacrificed for a family it's a family the father goes first even if I feel he's incompetent that's what family is it's not the competence of the father it's the fact that it's a family but thank God who humiliates people and humiliates the, the little people beyond words in a shocking manner in a way that glorifies the Lord It does not matter what witness sleeps on. It matters if they are able to keep their family house and their family. So she can be the highest contributor into the house and sleeps on a foam. A mattress. We call it foam in Nigeria. It's foam. <laughs> but she's the biggest contributor because it's no longer her. It's that realm. It's that community. So when you're going to church on Sunday, either there's physical service this Sunday or not, is there? When you're going, it's about PDR said we, we're doing 120-318-550. It's the contribution you made to the nation. Most people going to bed and say, I, I'm just relaxing. I believe God has taken control. People will invite people. No. Until we nation build. Because once prodigies are ready, we preach to two people, guys, like Wednesday night, Thursday night service. Yeah, three people. I came, never wore slippers to church, dressed fully to talk to three people. Two of them, my, my brother and his wife, were going back home together. We might as well be preaching in the car because they just drive. It's the most weird thing. You get to church, I become senior pastor, I'm preaching. Blah, blah. Then we're going back home, I sit at the back because I'm the and they drive home it's weird Abby. you call that crazy like it makes no sense and imagine when you're preaching Satan is saying Satan is saying really like really 
you're going back home together. You people are going to wash plates together, cook rice. And you had to travel all the way to Prince Road to go and talk as if you could have done this in your home. Just wear slippers and come. It was God trying to test our love. In that service, we only saw three people, but all of you were there. Because you exist in the womb called love. Not in the arena called Marshall's house. Do you know how many people are still in your womb of love? And God is saying, can you bet them this Sunday? Would you bring them forth? When love gets to the extreme, it never says enough. I'll rest my case here. I commend you to love.